G'day, you're listening to Great Southern Grass Matters. I'm your host, James Fremantle. And I'm your other host, Andrea Crellers. And today we're coming to you from an office off-site from the studio at the moment, which is sort of, I guess, a sign of the times, isn't it, James? It is, and we are definitely socially distancing. We are at least 1.5 metres apart. Which isn't hard, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, (laughs) yes, well, speak for yourself. Now, this is a new podcast where we'll take deep dives into everything you need to know about the red meat industry, specifically beef and lamb. All the relevant topics where we stand in the market, whether it be international or domestic. Uh, The latest technology, future of traceability, what's next, how far can we go and when. And, of course, being the year 2019, COVID-19 brought the whole world to a stop, but agriculture and processing really hasn't. So how has the pandemic impacted the industry? Yeah, so whether you breed it, sell it, process it, cook it up, or just like tucking into a good feed, this podcast is for you. It's really for everyone in sheep and uh, beef producing or, you know, the whole part of the supply chain, which yourself has included, James. That's right, Crothers. I've got a, uh, a very large mob of 11 ewes and one... 11? Yes, yes, 11 ewes. One ram called Doris. Doris. Yeah. A ram. A ram called Doris, yeah. When we first... Uh, bought this um, sheep station, as I like to call it, of 20 acres just out of Melbourne. Uh, The kids went and met the sheep and uh, they came running back. They said, oh, there's this beautiful sheep. She's really friendly. We've called her Doris. And, of course, we went out to have a look and Doris uh, was anatomically obviously not female. Uh, But the name stuck and uh, Doris is... Doris didn't get a rename? No, no, no. Doris is gender fluid and uh, very Victorian. Well, that's right. That's right. Very progressive, and he's also very infectious, which is very Victorian. He's uh, <laughs> very good at getting our years pregnant. He has no teeth left, uh, and he's getting pretty skinny, but he's still up to the job. You might need more than twenty acres. We might, yeah, yeah. And what about you, Andrea? Where Where did you grow up? Well, I'm a Queenslander, trapped in Victoria currently, but no, I grew up um, on a property, family property near Durham, Bandy and Peeble, so southwest Queensland, or about oh, 600 k southwest of Brisbane, or as I like to say, just left the big bump on the border. So the folks have a mixed cropping and livestock property. Yeah, gotcha. And and they they've, they're still they're producing meat or they're producing wool. Um, well, I actually do have sheep at home. They got out of sheep in the wool crash um, because you know, obviously what happened there. But then they uh, after the drought broke, they finally decided to go back and buy a thousand um, merino lambs. Wow. Okay. So so um, we've we've got you trapped in Victoria currently. You do. You and, do. And you won't be back there for a while. No, not for the looks of it. No, I will. Well, enough about us for the meantime, but Great Southern Grass Matters, it lands every Thursday at 2pm on your favourite listening device, so make sure you tune in. But what is Great Southern exactly? I'm glad you asked that, Andrea. It's uh, magnificent meat. It's grass-fed, no antibiotics, free-range, no GMOs. It's traceable. Um, Animal welfare is a priority. There's a culture of continuous improvement. It is the business. Now, there's obviously a stack of brands in the market, that, a stack of farm assurance programs, accreditation programs. I think the thing that makes this one a little bit different, though, is that it basically brings together all the best producers across 
you know, great southern Australia, South Australia, Victoria, Tasmania, New South Wales, brings them all together, pops them in one place, ensures they're all playing by the same rules in the same game. And that way, they're then linked with high-end customers. And at the same time, they can actually also get quite a good premium. And of course, it all comes back down to that third-party auditing process, which effectively just ensures that people know what they're buying is what it says it is. Yeah, you get what you pay for. Um, and The meat really doesn't know any boundaries either. I mean, Obviously, they export to 30 countries across the world, which is huge. And this podcast is probably going to go sort of beyond just the producers as well. This podcast is going to go absolutely global, Andrea. It's going everywhere. We're going to have international guests, international content. Uh, so it's it's not just about our Australian industry, and uh, but it is a it is going to be relevant to you in the Australian industry as well as people around the world. So the Great Southern program, there, there are five brands, including Great Southern Beef and Great Southern Lamb, Pinnacle, King Island Beef, Hereford Boss and Little Joe, and Little Joe is the absolute Rolls-Royce of meat. Uh, the Rolls-Royce. The Rolls-Royce. If you could eat a Rolls-Royce, it would taste like Little Joe. There you go. But you have actually had Hereford Boss. I have had Hereford Boss and it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited it to talk about myself. In fact, I had Hereford Boss because I went to the meeting that you didn't go to. Thank you. And for I got your me. Hereford Boss as well as mine. Well, I think you look like you've had a couple, so. <laughs> <laughs> the whole family it was delicious. I shared it around. Good. So, with this podcast, I'm really excited to be a part of it. I'm really excited to get back into ag journalism. Why are you excited to be part of it? Well. It's a, that's a really good question, I, and I, I've always had an interest and a fascination with agriculture. I, I, I went jackarooing as a kid and, and rouseabouting in my holidays and hay carting, which I was hopeless at because I um, had hay fever. Uh, and and then I got into media and worked for some years doing fronting Feedback TV, which was an MLA television production that went to DVDs, uh, these half-hour episodes, and they were sent out to meet producers every week. And uh, a lot of them, um, a lot of those stories were so inspiring. They were always about people who were doing amazing things at the cutting edge, producers who were doing things really well in an innovative way, getting the most from their land, from their animals, producing the, the best po possible Product and, and I was always inspired by doing those stories, and I've missed doing that. Um, so any chance to talk with producers, to talk with people in the sub agricultural supply chain, I think agriculture has the most magnificent future uh, in Australia. And uh, uh, I think it really is about the people because that's what I'm most excited to get back into. I cut my teeth as a rural journo, basically travelled all across Queensland, based you know from everywhere from. Longreach up to Cairns, Rockhampton and everywhere in between. And I think getting on farm was one of my favourite bits, but just chatting to people mostly about the way things work, whether they were in the sale yards or whether they were on farm or whatever it may be. And I, I live in the, the city these days, but it, it's um, there's something about talking with people from a rural background, from regional communities, uh, which I very much love. And it always takes me home, takes my... I, I, feel like my heart is in the country even when I'm living in the city. Um, so to me, it's a it's a heart project. It's it's an important uh, community to be involved with and to be enriching. 
So while we're doing this, our inaugural episode together, Andrea, uh, sadly, we'll be hosting each of the episodes separately. So one of us will host each episode. And uh, we're taking it, as they say in football, one game at a time. We are taking this one week at a time. And for a bit of a taste of what is to come, though, one of the guests who I'm really excited for us to have a chat to is Peter Andrews, boss of Andrews Meats Industries. Now, it's obviously one of the largest uh, food service companies out there in terms of its ready-to-cook meals, really tapping into that convenience sector. And, of course, one of their, well, larger groups that they were supplying to were cruise ships. So it would be interesting to see how everything's been affected there. I imagine they're not doing a lot of business with cruise ships at the moment. No. So we'd really love to hear from you. If you have any ideas about what you'd like us to talk about, who you'd like us to talk with, what topics you'd like us to cover, then please get in touch with us. And you can do that uh, via our Facebook and Instagram at Great Southern Family. Uh, and you'll get there all the latest updates on all things Great Southern as well. And of course, don't forget to join us next week. Tune in to Great Southern Grass Matters, always on Thursday, always at two. Don't forget, you can get Grass Matters on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and also on the Great Southern website. If you could take the time to review us, that would be fantastic as well. Uh, It really does help us to get to a bigger audience.